Well, good afternoon, church. Welcome to our online service once again. Uh, we are so glad that you can join us today. I just want to extend a special thanks to our dear brother Carlos for leading us in worship a moment ago. We appreciate uh, this brother, especially being that he's a new dad and so many more responsibilities and taking care of his new bundle of joy. And so thank you, my brother Carlos, for leading us. I uh, just want to get right to it then. Well, I know that this week has been a very difficult week for so many of you. You know, the storm that came on Tuesday have left so many of you without power. And because of that, uh, it has been difficult. It's just, it's just a fact of life. When we have no electricity, there are so many things we can't do. And even now, as I'm sharing this message with you, there are probably still many of you who have not gotten their power restored. And so I want to, you to know that we are praying for you. We've been praying for God to restore your power. And we believe that it will happen in due time. And so hang in there. Continue to trust in God and, and let God do the work. And so, um, you know, it just reminds me once again how, how difficult and how challenging life can be at times. How little we actually control when it comes to our lives. That's just another reminder. This, this simple uh, storm has left us without the basic essentials, which is electricity. And I, I, I know this, is, this can be a discouraging moment in life, but I, I want you to be encouraged today. My brothers and sisters, I don't want you to be discouraged. I want to encourage you not to lose heart because the Lord has given me a message, a message to encourage us all. And so I just want to invite God to lead us in this time. And so we're going to open up with a word of prayer and ask God to speak to us very personally uh, today. So let us uh, bow our heads and just uh, go to the Lord in prayer. Father, I just come before you to thank you. Thank you so much for this uh, day that you've given us. We are thankful, God, that we can gather together as a body of verse, Lord God to join together in worship, even though it is a virtual online worship, Lord. We are thankful, God, that we can come together. For you are worthy, O oh God. You are worthy of our worship, Lord. So today, O oh God, I just have one simple prayer. I ask, God, that in the name of Jesus, Lord, you would open up our hearts. God, that by your spirit, O oh God, you will be at work, O oh God, to speak to each person this word of encouragement that you have given to me, O oh God. I pray for your Holy Spirit's anointing, God, that as I speak, O oh God, I would be delivering the words that you have for your people who are listening right now. So God, would you have your way? Would you do a work of miracle in encouraging us all and in transforming our lives? In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, since we're living in these difficult times, I might as well ask you this very simple question. How many of you have experienced difficulties in life in which you have felt like giving up? How many of you have gone through trials in your life in which you had wanted to quit? Raise your hands if you are one of those people because I have reason to believe that today there are many among us that have experienced hardship in life in which you have felt like giving up. Raise your hands if that's you. And type in the chat box if you're not able to raise your hand. 
because I believe that God has a message just for you. I'd be the first to admit to you that life is tough. And I want to tell you that life is not, un- not fair. Life is often unfair. We don't get what we want. And that is how life is at times. You know, it's tough being a pastor today. It's tough being a pastor in a pandemic. And I believe that I can be speaking for all the pastors out there. It has been a trying time for us as pastors. It is tough being a student. I believe that students today are going through some trying times because there is uncertainties. They don't know if their schools are going to reopen for them to to go and and, and be there in person or if they're going to be doing their studies online. So it's tough being a student. I get that. It is tough being a mother during these trying times. It is hard to, to work and to take care of the house as well as the children. It is tough being a mother. And I, 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 I can tell you, watching uh, my wife take care of our children and maintain the house, we, I have seen how difficult it has been for her. And so God bless her for all the hard work that she put into it. And you, to you moms out there, God bless you for all your efforts as well. It is hard being a father as, as in these difficult times as well. It is hard to be a dad. Because you have heavy responsibilities to carry. And, 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 and it's tough. It is tough. It is hard to be a boss. I'm not a boss, but I know there are bosses out there that are uh, undergoing difficulties as well. Especially during this pandemic. What to do with the work, work staff. It is tough to be an employee. Where you have to uh, balance your time in working from home and, and doing all kinds of things during this time. It is tough because life is difficult. There will be moments in our lives in which we will feel like giving up. There will be moments in our lives in which we will feel like throwing in the towel. Some of us, honestly speaking, some of us have given up on our dreams. The reason for giving up on our dreams is because we have faced so many disappointments in life. And so therefore our dreams are given up. Others of you have given up on your children because they have gone about their own ways. They have become wayward. I know because as a pastor working with young people, there is a struggle that parents face when their children are not following after the Lord. But it's not too late. Parents, I encourage you, never, ever give up on your children. Continue to pray for them. Continue to trust in the Lord. Do not give up because it is not too late. Some of you have given up on your jobs. Maybe some of you have given up on your relationships. Some of you have given up on your marriages because it's becoming so difficult. Some of you have given up on your friends because they have disappointed you over the years. And the list goes on and on. We know life is difficult. And I can assure you there will be moments in which you and I will be faced with this, this, this temptation to give up. The, the thought of throwing in our towel. Maybe some of you today are struggling because this pandemic has been so difficult. It has been so trying. There are many things that you wanted to do that you couldn't do because of social distancing, because of this pandemic, you have been robbed of many things. And so you, sometimes you're thinking, what's the point? And you feel so beaten down because everything in society, it seems like it's going chaotic. 
Maybe that's you. Maybe you want to throw in your towel. But let me encourage you, my friends, my brothers and sisters, let me encourage you today, don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Hope is on the way. God is on the throne, and he will help us through this difficult time. He will, I promise you, because God is faithful to his promises. I know by now some of you are thinking, what does he mean by throw in the towel? I just can't assume that you all know what that means. Let me explain to you what that term means. Let me tell you, if you've ever watched a boxing match, you will know that at some moments where the, the, there's a, a fighter that is getting beaten up so badly, so badly that, that uh, uh, if the fight does not end, this, this, this fighter who's getting beaten up so badly would risk losing his life. And so as a result, a, a towel has to be thrown into the ring signaling that the fight has ended and defeat is, 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 has been, the, the, the fighter has declared defeat. And oftentimes that happens when, when the trainer or the manager is throwing in that towel. And that's what we mean by throwing in a towel. We feel defeated at times and we just want to give up and say, that's it, it's over. I'll be honest with you, there have been times in my own life in which I have felt like I wanted to give up. I wanted to quit. I wanted to throw in my towel. And when I say I wanted to give up, I don't mean I, 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 I was thinking about taking my own life. That is not what I mean. But honestly, I, I, I believe there are some people that are struggling with that today. The reality of giving up means that they want to end their lives. Because of all that has happened, because of the pain, because of the, the difficulties, they want to give up. But let me encourage you, if that is you, I believe that God wants you to listen to this carefully. I believe he wants to tell you something that you need to hear. You may be struggling with deep, deep pain. You may be struggling with challenges. You may feel defeated. But he's here to tell you that there is a Savior out there who can rescue you from your despair. There's a deliverer out there who can help you to overcome the thoughts that you are facing, the battles that are going through your mind. There is a deliverer. His name is Jesus, and he is the Savior of the world. He is our rescuer. He is our deliverer. And God has sent Jesus to save us from our sins. He has given us hope and he has given us a new life in him. We're told in God's word that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. That is the word of God. Everyone who calls on his name will be saved. And so today I want to bring your attention to a, a very familiar passage in, in the scripture found in the book of James. I want to start with uh, chapter 1 of James from verse 2 to 5. I want to read to you something that uh, helps us understand when we face trials in life. Here's what the, 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 uh, the, the apostle James says. It says in verse 2, consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Now, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. These are the words 
of the Lord. Now, you've heard this said on many occasions. There are people who say things like, everything happens for a reason. Especially when they're going through some trials. They would say things like, everything happens for a reason. And I think that attitude is a good one. But for Christians especially, it is an opportunity for us to put our trust in God. It is an opportunity for you and for me to put our trust in the sovereign God who is in control over all situations. And so when we are facing trials in our lives, God can allow that as an opportunity to accomplish a greater purpose. And I believe that the Apostle James wants to uh, encourage us with these words today. Not only is he encouraging us, he was encouraging the believers back then that, that the trials that they were enduring in life were meant not only to exercise their faith, because remember, faith needs to be exercised, okay? But it also produces perseverance within us. And so there's two things happening when we in, encounter these trials in our lives. There is the exercising of our faith, as the scripture teaches us, and there is the producing of perseverance in us. And ultimately, in the end, we become mature as believers, and we don't lack anything. You know, I love how Andy Stanley puts it in a message that he preached in the beginning of the pandemic. This is what he said. He says, trials expose the authenticity of our confidence in God. I agree with him. You know what he's trying to say here. He's saying that when we go through trials, it reveals who we are. It also shows our true colors, whether or not we have placed our confidence in God. And so when our colors are shown during difficulties and hard times, we're given the opportunities to exercise faith and put our trust in God. See, God knows what he's doing. He always does. There is a purpose behind our suffering. There is a purpose behind our trials. Most of us, if we're honest with ourselves, we don't like it when we're going through trials. I'll raise my hands. I'll be the first to admit it. I don't like it when I'm going through a trial. Especially when I'm going through a trial in which I have absolutely no control over. Does that sound familiar to you? There are times in your life where you have no control over what you're going through. But in God's perfect plan, in God's perfect plan for our lives, we are put in a position where we need to depend on him. We need to depend on the Holy Spirit for strength, for grace, and for hope. Andy Stanley continues to say this. He says that the thing that we want to be removed in our lives is the very thing that God has chosen to use. Because the tension in our lives is the epicenter of God's activity in our lives. Let me repeat that. The things that we want removed are the things that God has chosen to use. Because the tension in our lives is the epicenter of God's activity in our lives. How many of you understand that? God is at work and he's doing something. We may not like what's happening to us, but God is doing a deeper work and he's allowing us to persevere in these trials. I liken perseverance in times of trial 
as to God shaping us. It's like God is building character within us. And I know that those moments in which we are persevering, where God is doing that deeper work, cannot happen without the trials of life. And so we must allow God to be at work. And so let me encourage you, my brothers and sisters, by giving you a, a couple of reasons as to why you should not give up, why you should not throw in the towel. Here are some reasons I want to encourage you with. First and foremost, let me tell you that God is for you and he is with you. God is for us and he is with us. You know, the psalmist declares in, in Psalm 23, verse 4, it says that though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You know, this is a reminder that God is with us through the valleys. I, I, I recently found a post uh, on Instagram that is so encouraging by Pastor Craig Groschel in which he said this. He says, the same Jesus who is with you on your mountaintops is also with you in the valleys. Amen. The same God who is with you in the times of rejoicing is the same God who is with you when you're going through your trials. Another reason for not giving up on my God and your God is because he is a way maker. He is a miracle worker. He's a promise keeper. He is a light in the darkness. Come on now. You sing these songs. We, we sing this all the time. But they're not simply lyrics. They are powerful declarations of God, of what he is and who he is to us. They're powerful reminders to us that the Lord is a way maker. When there is no other way, God is the way maker. When there is nothing that we can do, he is a miracle worker. And when we have given up on hope, God promises to deliver. And so let me encourage you with another reason for us not giving up. We have to remember that God has made so many promises to us. God's promises are a yes and amen. We sing that song, another powerful declaration. It says in the scripture, for no matter how many promises God has made, and he has made many promises to us, you know that, right? They are yes in Christ, and so through him the amen is spoken by the glory of God. The amen is spoken to us for the glory of God. And so that is a reason for us to keep persevering. That is a reason for us not to give up and to throw in our towel. I hope that you are encouraged by these words. I hope that God has spoken to you in a very personal way. But let me just conclude with a story I want to share with you. I believe that this, this, this story will encourage you all. I know you all know the Minguez family. And they've been coming to our church for the past year and a half. Now, I still remember back in January of 2019 when they came to our church how they shared about how Jennifer, their daughter, uh, uh, has stage four cancer. I still remember so clearly. I still remember how our brother, Louise, how he was so torn up inside. How he was feeling the pain of watching his daughter undergo cancer. And he felt so powerless to help her. I remember it, it was like the way he, he, he carried himself was so broken. 
but yet at the same time, I believe that it was by God's grace. It is by God's grace and mercy that they brought us, they brought them to us. And during that moment in time, I believe that God used us. God used us in a very special way to pray for Jennifer, to, to encourage this family, to support them in this time of, of, of difficulties and challenges that, that even though our brother uh, Luis, he, he felt like giving up on hope, but the Lord delivered and he offered hope. And I, I, I want to just tell you that by the grace of God and by his miracle, he has done a work of healing and restoration on Jennifer's life. She is a testimony of God being at work in her, Lord. And I know that you, you are encouraged when you see the family, when they share the testimony of finding hope in Christ and trusting in God, especially in times like this. And I tell you, to me, that is such an encouragement. To you, it ought to be an encouragement because when we feel like giving up, we're reminded that God wants us to continue to persevere. When we are reminded to give up, God will not fail us because he has kept his promises. All his promises are a yes and amen. And so to the glory of God, when we hear these testimonies from brothers and sisters sharing of God being at work, we are able to be encouraged. And they are, believe me, they are encouraged by what God is doing in their lives as well. And their families are hearing the story of how God has been at work in Jennifer's life. Glory be to God. And so I, I just want to encourage you with these words in closing that God has a purpose in allowing us to endure in these difficult days. He has called us to persevere and allow these trials to shape us, to build character in us, to produce perseverance in us so that we can become mature believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's pray. Father, I come before you to thank you, Jesus. Oh God, thank you so much for your word of encouragement to us today that we can put our trust, our hope in Christ and in him alone. Oh God, I know that we are living in trying times. They are, these are challenging times for all of us. Even this week with so many of us not having power. Oh God, how difficult it has been. But I pray, God, that you will continue to encourage us in moments like these to continue to trust in you, God. And I'm praying, God, God, you would do a, a, a work of miracle, Lord, in restoring power in the homes that have yet to have power restored. I thank you, God, that your word uh, is not in vain. It is spoken, Lord, and you can use it for your glory. So use it, oh God. Use it in a powerful way to speak words of encouragement to us all. We thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen.